don't know. I uh, I was just having issues with other stuff. I um I swapped what I had plugged in for the TV because I have now technically all of my GPU ports used. So I have like three monitors or whatever. It was working totally fine last night, and I wanted to put it in a different port, and now it just isn't working. <laughs> Did you try to go back to the old port, and it's still not working? Not yet. I didn't do that yet because um, t- technically my card has two Display Port ports and one HDMI port. Yeah, and it was working through the Display Port with a converter, but going direct to HDMI, it's not working. In order to do 4K, it has to be direct to the HDMI. <laughs> so. So I don't know what the problem is. What are you trying to get um, 4K video? I I just wanted to test things again. Um, but yeah, I, I just wanted to see how that would work for my computer. I actually wanted to see if I could get 1440 to work on the TV at uh, like 60. That would be fine. Yeah. So I was I was in the middle of doing that right before we started and it just like stopped working. What so. game are you trying to do with? I was playing Forza last night at 1080 and 60 and it was fine uh but running things at 1080 on that tv is like kind of weird because you can see that it's not sharp yeah which you you which i was tweaking and you can fix and it was it was totally fine like it was worth it just to sit on the couch for a little bit but i did just want to see if i could do it at 1440 because when i first launched that game at 1440 it hated it on the TV. It was it was like 10 frames a second. Yeah. But I I thought it was um it, it was like Windows settings that were screwing it up and that's what I was trying to mess with and and here we are and it's fun. PC I think gaming. I just I just have a really old HDMI cable that I think is kind of shitty. It cuz it's like a 50 foot one. So, it's probably really bad quality. Um that's my current theory right now i have a non shitty hdmi cable that's connected to my tv that isn't 4k but i don't know i just think i think pc to tv is weird like the it is is weird it's it's definitely weird yeah it it doesn't work as smoothly as i would hope it does I would think your graphics card would have trouble with 4K too. Um, I actually did try this before uh, with Hades. I could do Hades at 4K at 30 frames. And the thing that was frustrating about that was playing that game at 30 frames is like unacceptable. Yeah, yeah. So, so it just looked really bad. I'm not actually trying to do 4K right now. I would think Forza would be worse, but I don't know. Well, it definitely would be worse. But what I was saying, I I, w- I want to see if I can get to 1440. Yeah, that yeah. would be nice. Because I I was doing some research on cables earlier and like the 2.1 bullshit and all that nonsense and like length of cables and what type of cable can be longer and output certain signals. It's such a fucking mess. It is such a mess. Everything matters. It's so it's I mean I get why like yeah. it makes sense obviously it's yeah. just um everything matters <laughs> it's just such a mess it's ridiculous yeah if you're trying to get 
If you're trying to get nicer, there's always like incremental steps that you can take that's going to cost you incrementally yeah. more amounts of money. I it, it wasn't even like right now it's not even a money thing. It's just trying to understand yeah. like what things are. And um even DisplayPort, which is like such a specific thing for PCs, there's like four or more different types of DisplayPort yeah. cables. And like I never knew that until recently, so yeah, hard oh, yeah. hardware cast I guess. Yeah, right now this is the Whiff Punish Games cast. I'm Nick, and uh, AJ Suave has returned. Yeah, what's up? We got a, I got a lot to talk about on this one. Actually, I I was thinking today I had the perfect. I came up with the perfect start to our show. Okay. But I know you don't like to ever do any of the things that I propose. So instead of us trying to do it. I just don't like it, when you spring them on me. So instead of us trying to do it, we're just going to, I'm just going to talk about it like we did pretend it. Do it like we did okay. do it. Okay. We did do it. I just cut it out. Well, I've been playing. I play. Uh, last couple of months have been kind of crazy with me for work. So I haven't really been playing like new games. Yeah. I went back and played. Uh, pretty much through most of Halo yeah. on MCU. And we're going to talk about Halo Infinite, I'm sure, on this episode, right? Yeah, definitely. So I figured we would have a little bit of a Halo cast. And I was oh, I forgot. Yeah, you. we kind of wanted to like run down what we're t- going to talk about, right? Yeah. But this is the okay. intro. This is the intro. We'll get there. Okay. So then I, I pictured it, or I guess I heard it in my head. Like both right. of us doing the Halo theme. Okay. Except for when I do it out loud, I can't ever, uh, I can't ever do it. Like I can hear it in my head, <laughs> you but can't then just chant. No, I can't. Like I can't hit the notes that are necessary for the, the theme. Oh yeah, I don't know. Like I bet if you try to do it out loud, you'd be like, that doesn't sound right. Like in your head, yeah. it sounds right, and then you try to do it. I don't know. It's pro- it's probably has to do with like why you can't si- like certain people can't sing, why I can't sing. Because I don't oh, totally. have the ear for or, or the vocal cords to reproduce in pitch or in note. Sounds. I mean, it's it's even as simple as having podcasted for years now. My voice in my head is so different than what yeah, it actually yeah, yeah. sounds like, and that's what singing is so difficult for me. Also, for that reason, because yeah. like I like to sing some things and. I'll sometimes be thinking like... What's your go-to karaoke song? Oh, well, okay. So I don't like karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> where are you singing in the shower? Like, we need to run car. that back a little bit. Where are you singing at? Like in the car, I sing with... Like I like to sing with my girlfriend sometimes when we're when a song comes on that we both know. Um, which which but, is like what? What kind of songs are that? I mean, any, like... I don't know. Like, uh, What was the last song you were belting to her in the car? If you don't mind me uh, asking. No, that's a that's a good question. I'm trying to think what would have been the most recent one. Like '90s stuff is always a really easy go-to. Yeah, um, like Backstreet Boys. I I mean I know some of those words. Yeah, yeah. yeah like an sync songs and stuff. Um, or is it the the '90s? Are <laughs> no, not well. I know, I know plenty of the grunge. <laughs> I know plenty of the grunge. I guess, but. Um, 
No, I can't think. See, on the spot, can't think of what the last one would have been. Yeah, but you know, you know the the common the common overplayed music that you hear all the time. Well, it's it's in weird any to me because we're getting way off track here, but yeah, we are. But it's um, fine. I always have trouble with like. I haven't listened to the radio since I was literally like twelve, and my mom was driving Dude, me around. So Dude, me other neither. than other than overplaying played being like I hear it on commercials or on sports uh like mm-hmm. cuts of of lots of plays together do you know what I mean that's that's what overplayed is for me I don't really know yeah. radio wise what they abuse and what they don't well, unless something like really really gets abused where it's getting played literally everywhere yeah. nonstop so like we end up taking a lot of short trips in her car in the city and you use like playlists? short enough Short enough that it's not worth, like, hooking your phone up and picking something to play and whatever. So, like, the radio will just be on by default. Yeah. And um, so, like, there's, there's, two, there's two rock stations in Philly, and they, are, they will play all the songs that, like, you can imagine. That's your like, belt and tour in the car. Yeah, like, anything, like, from classic rock to mostly 90s music yeah. or... Or late two thousand stuff, you know, yeah, like yeah. or late two. I don't even know how to describe that era, two thousand ten and prior. <laughs> That's not late two thousands. Late oos. Yeah, late aughts. But all that said, all that said, hard. yes, singing, singing is, is hard. hard. And imagine that when this episode started, you heard me and Nick chanting the Halo theme, and it was beautiful, <laughs> and it got it was. you it was hype and ready. To digest this episode of yeah. video game goodness straight into your brain. <laughs> yes. It set the scene perfectly, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so let's run it down. What do you got? I got to get my notes. Okay, I got a lot. And a lot of them, I think, are just going to be like quick hitters. Um, I finished Deathloop. I finished Cyberpunk. I got Game Pass again, so I have a whole bunch of Game Pass games. I oh I finished Ghost Runner. I forgot I finished that technically. I finished a game called Forgotten City. I gave up on 12 minutes cuz I think it sucked. I started playing the digital version of Gloomhaven. Uh Forza Horizon 5, Back for Blood, Halo. Oh, and Deltarune Chapter 2. Sick. So I got a lot, but I don't want to spend a ton of time on yeah, I I mean I've played a lot, but I don't really need to talk a lot about what I played. Um a lot of it's older games. Yeah. Uh so just running that down real quick. I played through all of Master Chief Collection. Yeah. I played through Super Metroid, Metroid Zero Mission, and Metroid Fusion. I also finished Super Metroid. Nice. Um and then I've been playing a couple of new games. Hot Wheels Unleashed. I started Metroid Dread. I played a little bit of XO One. Oh yeah, right. And I started Demon Souls. Ooh, nice. So, where do you want to kick off? Let's kick off with Halo Infinite. I think we got to after about the Halo Gregorian chants. We got to hit yeah. the infinite. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, like I I think it's I think it's really cool that Xbox released the multiplayer still quote beta like a month before the game comes out and that's what we've been playing 
It comes out what December second, seventh. I thought it was seventh, but I could be wrong. It's like seventh or eighth. It's early. It's early December. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know what the actual date was, but but yeah, Halo Infinite is playable right now. Uh, just the multiplayer, and it's surprisingly good. I I'm really enjoying it actually. I I fell off of Halo. It's very known from two v one. We complained about it for like way too long at the early part of that show but um i think infinite is gonna be a thing I, c- I could see myself playing a lot of the multiplayer even by myself which i've done a little bit of so sick i just you're wanted just, to let you i just wanted to clear the floor say, let you give your thoughts say, you know you're just saying? you're sitting there staring at me i don't know <laughs> no i uh i'm hype about infinite dude like i'm really excited about it yeah um it's sick that they did it free. Totally. Uh, yeah. I'm so happy to be back in a Halo multiplayer setting. I kind of missed the boat on Master Chief Chronicles. Chronicles. <laughs> Collection. <laughs> Why do I do that all the time? I don't know. Master Chief it Chronicles. Is, it is kind of the Master Chief It is the Chief Chronicles. Chronicles of, also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Still appropriate. Yeah, so the Chronicles of Chief, I, I kind of missed the boat on playing multiplayer with that, and uh, and going all the way back too, right? What do you mean by that? Like, like, did you play two online and stuff like that? I would have played. I think I played we did, two. You and I didn't play, and we were definitely friends at that point in high school. Didn't want to come. Halo, up. Two, Halo Two was when we were like when you and I first met. Hey, I um, played. We, I played whatever one was out when we were in high school. I played that one online. That was three. Yeah. And then okay. I, I would have played two, like local. I, I'm yeah, sure we yeah, played sure. some at your place in your room. That was next to your kitchen. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I remember playing two and one and two, just like in the neighborhood. We played a ton. So yeah. it's just it's fun to be back in the Halo. There's nothing that like. With the vehicles and the physics and the floaty jumps and like mm-hmm. the sandboxy gameplay multiplayer arena shooter of Halo, it just hasn't really been uh, replicated. No, I don't think so either. Like, obviously, Battlefield has been around for a long time and has vehicles and whatever, but because it's like grounded in reality, it just isn't the same. Yeah. And I can't really, yeah, I, nothing has ever really, like, I guess Titanfall with mechs, but still not really the same and, thing. Th- yeah, that has its own, I mean, the mechs are their own thing. That game has its yeah. own lane, kind of. Yeah. And so, yeah. like, that's what's the most exciting to me about Halo Infinite. And, like, they could add a Battle Royale, and I would be interested to see what they would do with that. And I know that's yeah, a sure. lot of discussion around it. I would definitely they play claim. It. They claim they absolutely will not do that. But I think, like, even without it, there's room on my playlist for Halo Infinite, infinitely, beside other other shooting games. Like, you know, even if we go back to Overwatch or if we want to play Warzone or whatever, I think Halo has its own lane. And um, the game just launched, Mm -hmm. and there is some weird progressions stuff yeah yeah there the menus like aren't great we've had some some funkiness with 
uh, fire teams and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely in a better state than Master Chief Collection was when it comes to online. Um, five worked pretty well when that came out too. But yeah, so yeah all, they. All I was getting with all that is just that I think I'm excited. I think the game works. Like the yeah, the, and it the, and it has crossplay seamlessly between console and PC. It hasn't there hasn't been any issues there at all. Teaming up with people on console is easy. It's pretty pretty good. Um, the battle pass thing is really weird. I don't know how much we really want to talk about that, but it's it's kind of like they haven't paid attention to modern games as a service things. Yeah, yeah, um, I agree. I, I don't I don't love it either. But the battle pass deal. isn't the th- yeah 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 the battle pass isn't the thing that sells games for me. I'm sure it's like no. I'm sure it's like a thing that. It'll bug some people. Like Josh is kind of complaining me. about a lot, and it, I, I it don't bugs love me it either. Too. But I don't know. I just don't care about that th- kind of thing. I think the I think the reason I don't like it is because Halo, starting with three, I think it was starting with three where they did all the armor customization stuff. Like that was really cool. That was like a really cool thing that they added to that game and it was like fun to unlock that stuff and you had to do certain things to unlock them. It wasn't like just play the game and you'll eventually unlock some of these weirder ones. You had to like really try to get some of them. So it was like it was kind of like a flex like oh I did this thing and I got this special armor and I can wear it in multiplayer now. But like as the series went on it became just kind of a thing. Like you always are going to be unlocking customizable armor and you can just swap it out and do yeah, whatever you want. The transition want. to games as a service probably and bungled that whole system up a yeah, little bit. And now they made it like impossible sort of to do that in a timely manner. Like it's, you really have to play the hell out of this game as it is right now to ever unlock anything. And, like, they're doing the premium one, which you can pay for, and that's totally fine. That's how these work. But even that one, I don't know how... You're not, like, ripping through unlocking that. It's just it's just more things to get when you get to certain levels of the battle pass. And the problem is they just don't give you enough experience to unlock things for just straight up playing the game, which is a solved problem. Like, every game that has offered these things for, I don't know, the last four or five years, longer maybe, you get experience for everything you do playing the games and just work your way through the battle pass. And, like, Halo just gives you, like, the tiniest little, like, here's a penny of experience. Yeah, here's, here's 50 points. I, it's it's kind of ridiculous. I agree with everything you're saying 100%. The reason I don't want to spend a lot of time talking about it is because I think that stuff will change and be adjusted. Yeah, they'll fix it. And the game's, yeah. like, not technically even launched yet. They're not even yeah. in their season one of the of whatever their their timed yeah. event release armor yeah. is going to be. Like it could be one month from now, and there's an overwhelming amount of armor in our armor yeah. hall. So like yeah, I that's I, it does suck, and I want to I don't want to like paint over the thing that is glaringly it's mostly, annoying. It's mostly just fascinating that yeah yeah yeah. It's it's bl- It's like total ignorance of how stuff like work. this kind of works yeah yeah yeah, yeah i but, just think uh, with enough 
I think with enough whining, they'll just they'll get it right. <laughs> yeah, it and out. they al- they already tweaked it a little bit. So. Yeah, so th- that's kind of why I'm just like, well, whatever. Mm-hmm. But the gunplay feels good. Yeah. Um, they added they added some cool new weapons too. There's there's quite a bit of new weapons actually, and they brought a thing back. They brought a thing back from three that I actually hated in three, which was like the equipment stuff. And I like how it's done in Infinite, or it at least feels kind of different in Infinite, where like you're picking up an additional ability on the map instead of just having an ability equipped like they started in Reach. Yeah, it started in Reach. And um, so like now they have a grappling hook, and you can find a grappling hook on the map, and like when you pick it up, you can use it like five times, and the grappling hook is awesome. <laughs> Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, so, so I like that they brought it back, and none of them feel, none of them feel totally overpowered. It's yeah, just yeah, like yeah. here's like it a just, sm- here's like a small extra thing that like if you have it, it's cool to use. It, adds it might to the help sandbox you. Yeah, what totally. It, what it is, yeah, yeah, and like you can use the grappling hook to like grapple to vehicles mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, so that's like really cool. Yeah. Um. They like nerfed vehicles, as far as we can tell. They're not; they're nowhere near as strong. Because, um, like in previous games, you could get in a vehicle and just <laughs> wreck people for a while, which is probably like, uh, a good thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like it's good, and that could change a little bit as more more levels come out that have different layouts and stuff. The vehicles could be more yeah. effective. The other thing is, is like the OP vehicles don't really drop. Um, like you don't yeah. get tanks and stuff right away. They they drop at a yeah, certain they, point in the match. They yeah, definitely they nerfed how that banshees. works. Like you, mm-hmm. banshees can be get shot down pretty quick. So they they did do some adjusting in terms of how all that stuff works. But I I I don't have any like really I don't have any complaints with with the way it plays. No, with the way it plays, it's good. Um, I it I'm I'm thrilled honestly. Yeah, like absolutely. I, I had. I had really low expectations, and I think so far it's a really good showing. And uh, it's it just it feel it it still feels like Halo. Yeah, like the thing the the thing that is very specific to Halo is the shield, and having to beat down somebody's shield before you can actually kill them. Yeah, um, and it definitely still has that, and I think it feels satisfying to do and if like the the physics are like moon physics i swear halo has a good yeah you do uh, jump weird yeah it's always felt floaty yeah yeah mm-hmm. and like a rocket like launches a warthog like so high yeah it, like everything yeah. every, all the physics are literally just yeah that's <laughs> insane. true that's true but that's it really good it does. makes it it makes it fun and that lets you you're see you're on alien worlds yeah it lets you see how how much of the engine runs the game, kind of? It, it's it's yeah. a blast. I'm I'm happy with it. Yeah, I even I even went back and played all the old games to like get in the mood for Halo Infinite, and yeah, it was sick. Josh played a bunch of them with me. We did a lot of co-op. I was just playing on easy and holding yeah. the forward button and just mowing everything down. And it was just those games hold up so well. Like hearing the score over again and. The, the remastered versions of 1 and 2 on the Master Chief Collection and replaying yeah, I never Reach finished a replay and ODST. Of two. And it's just, 
Yeah. They're sick, dude. Master Chief Collection. I know I missed the uh, the time when it was terrible. Yeah, it's good now. It's really yeah. good now. Yeah. It's a nice package. Yeah. And so They I'm, even added a Battle Pass type thing to that. Which yeah, free is, one. It's better than Infinite. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. The launch of the campaign comes out, like, in December, early December. And I think that game's just going to be more uh, ubiquitous as time time moves on. I, ho- I hope it's as successful as I am excited yeah. about it. Yeah, I think it. I think no matter what, the fact that they're going to have multiplayer free is, like, so important. And it'll probably be fine, just yeah. based on that alone. Multiplayer free. They xCloud is a thing that you can literally play the game on anything that will run the Xbox app. They're like really trying to to remove any barrier yeah. to entry that like literally could you could have. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Like technically, you could sign up because it has to be Game Pass Ultimate. We I literally just looked into this like an hour ago because I was curious. Um, it has to be Game Pass Ultimate, which is I think fifteen a month or something. But it is really funny that you could own a laptop that you a use tablet, for just you anything you you your yeah. phone technically. Yes. Um, you don't even have to have like a gaming platform, and you could sign up for their like Game Pass Ultimate and technically stream this game. Yeah, and a bunch of other games, but. Yeah. So it's pre- it's pretty wild. I mean, we're in a crazy it place is wild. With, with multiplayer, and that is exciting. Like yeah. where, where they're at, I don't think it works very well. I tried to play Halo Five on the X Cloud version on the Xbox app on PC. Yeah, and you could tell they were streaming it. You know what I mean? Like it has that was my experience. That was my experience with Stadia. The sound also, wasn't could... like super great. Like you could tell yeah. it wasn't. It wasn't you know, the the right mix and just different things yeah. like that. I was like, oh, there's no way I'm going to play this when I can just mm-hmm. go on my my Xbox One and download the game. Because Halo right. 5 is not available for PC, by the way. I uh, know. Isn't that weird? Isn't, isn't it weird that that is still the, like, one of the games that they didn't yeah. worry about doing? Yeah. I imagine they have to be. It's just not a priority like they wanted to finish Infinite. Yeah, they'll probably add it to Master Chief. You would think so at some point, but I don't but know. I don't know. It's, it's a uh, it's a cool thing. It's exciting to be a Halo fan, and I'm glad it's in the zeitgeist again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Halo, Halo being talked about positively again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fun, and that score is still the best, bro. The best. <laughs> I mean, I do like the dun, 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 yeah, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. That's like so classic it has no it has no horns it's all strings and drums and, and drums yeah and chanting it's so good it's mm-hmm. so good yeah and then like halo 2 at least on the on the remaster that they have on master chief like to in order to go up they just did like electric guitars so it's like like shredding with it it's so sick it's awesome yeah Turns out Halo is good. <laughs> yeah, it always has been. Yeah. You know what else yeah. is good? What? Metroid. Hell yeah, Metroid is good. Yeah. 
I mean, last episode we spent the whole episode basically talking about Dread, but yeah, what are how are you enjoying? How well, I, I guess you played Dread? the old ones too. Uh, I'm probably seven hours into Dread. I think probably somewhere in halfway ish. That's more, more than, than halfway. halfway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it is incredible. It's mm-hmm. better than I would have thought. Yeah. I can't think of any complaints that I have about the game, really. Any criticisms, even, that I have. Yeah. Other than I think it'll end before I want it to. And that's, like, the perfect amount, really. Like, I'd rather... Yeah. I'd rather rather it leave me wanting more than go on too long. And I think that's where this will end. But Mm -hmm. uh, it's just so smooth. It, It looks so nice. It feels so good. I'm coming off of like three older Metroid games. So going from those. so good. Yeah, yeah. Going from those right to, uh, speaking of, dude, Metroid Fusion and Metroid Zero are on the Game Boy Advance. Have yeah. you held one of those things in, when was the last I, time you played a Game Boy Advance? I played Met, I played the original Metroid 2 on my Game Boy Advance eight years ago. Oh, that man. Was the last time, that was the last time I held it. That D-pad on the Game Boy Advance is rough. Yeah, it's like not it, good. That thing was so small. It's so small. So it, it, it's small. It's insane how small that thing is. Yeah. So it was rough. It was rough playing it. But I got through, and I think Fusion was probably my favorite one out of the three. Uh, if we're talking about Super Metroid. Fusion's really good. Uh, Metroid Zero Mission and, and Fusion. I think Fusion was my favorite one. Yeah. And I feel like they've used them. Uh, they used a lot of Fusion in Dread. Like, they reference Fusion a lot in Dread, which is kind of cool. Yeah, Dread's a direct sequel to Fusion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, it's just sweet. And I'm playing on the Switch OLED. Oh, you got one. Yeah, so it looks really cool. The screen's real nice. It's, like, real bright. Yeah. The colors are good. They pop off there. Um, And it feels good. It's, like, sturdier. It's, like, a sturdier Switch, I would say. Yeah, I, I actually did get to hold one. Yeah. Um. Not too long ago, uh, and I saw dread on it. Um. It's cool that that thing has like two different color modes. That mm-hmm. was kind of like I didn't realize that. It so yeah. it has like a pseudo HDR. Yeah. <laughs> screen. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of fun. Yeah, it's cool, and uh, I just I'm happy that Metroid's getting the love that it deserves. You know what I'm saying? Oh my I god! Almost, I'm so... I almost wish like it's so good that I almost don't need Prime, uh, more Prime. I would almost oh my like god. want. Well, I definitely want Prime. <laughs> oh, I definitely want it too. But I yeah. almost could like if they could just give me more of this type of game. Oh like, yeah, they, they could just remake Super Metroid and any of those Game Boy Advance ones with this graphical style. Yeah, and I would. I, and the way it controls, and I would. Be hands down, be. I mean, the two D ones are the best ones. Yeah. Um, Prime is the first one I played technically, but and we'll I'll be nostalgic about it forever, and I like those games a lot. But yeah, I mean, if they if they would focus more on just making more of the two D ones, that would be awesome. I'd be way into that. I just <laughs> I think, love Dread so much. I just think it like wouldn't cost them as much to. I know, out, right? Like you would a three D thi- version of dr- another Dread as opposed I to know. making another. I know Prime, I d- which is I like don't... I, I. That could be wrong. That could just be my naive game mind. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I assume that's the case. That's where I, I was going to say the same thing. Like, if they really wanted to make that franchise profitable, which is all Nintendo really cares about. 
you would do 2D Metroids, especially after apparently Dread has sold well, thankfully. Um, like Prime, the fact that they had to like scrap whatever they had and get a new developer and stuff, like I'm in, I'm astonished they're still planning to release it. Yeah, <laughs> like it, you know, it's probably become somewhat of a money pit at this point. Yeah. What did you think about replaying Super Metroid? I think that game's still really good. It was incredible um, to me how much thought went into it. It's astounding. Like that game's um, the level design. Yeah, that, it, for that game, like came every out, what, screen like, is specifically different. They have bosses mm-hmm. that you don't just shoot. Like you actually have to puzzle out how to beat the bosses. It's yeah. like it's insanely uh, ahead of its time. Yeah, it's way ahead, way ahead of its time. Uh, like it came out in what, like ninety three or something? Yeah, ninety four. Like, it's, it's so old, and uh, I it, it I just it's unbelievable. I think it's unbelievable. I I definitely was frustrated replaying that game a lot because there's a lot of like physics uh, based movement yeah. uh, movement puzzles kind of that just yeah. suck. Like with the modern compared to modern controls. Yeah, like using it just that didn't grappling feel hook, great. you're like, oh my god. Yeah, the grappling thing. hook is weird. Some of the jumps are weird. Doing the wall jump is weird. Yeah. Um. Yeah, space like jump, so. Some of that. Some of that stuff. Quicksand. Quicksand. That. So. Or the enemies prior, that like grab you, and then you're just like stuck with them. Did you use safe states to, though? I so I did at uh like two key parts. Um, yeah, yeah. So did I, I. I used I used one before Ridley. Yep. Yeah. Um, because fuck that. Yep. <laughs> I'm not. I used I, one I in already... the middle of the Ridley fight. Is when I had I oh, had like really? four of them going to beat Ridley because it was I I didn't like look a ton of things up unless I got lost. So I mm-hmm. ended up getting through the game with like probably half of the power ups that I should have had. Oh really? And yeah, so like Mother Brain, there was no way I was beating Mother Brain. I I finished it with like seventy four percent naturally. Yeah, like just poking around and and obviously that game is like bomb every you, wall, shoot every you, wall. You shoot every wall, bomb everything. You backtrack so fucking much in that yeah. game, um, on purpose. Yeah, and so like I ended up just collecting a lot of stuff anyway, so I was fine. What like. Like when I got them Ridley and Mother Brain, like I was fine. I did a save state for like ease. So of here's like that shit. I didn't want to like have. I didn't want to like get angry at that game. Yeah, yeah. For no reason. Here's one of the things that I noticed in that game and the old Metroid games compared to Metroid Dread that I think is cool game design. Uh, because like Metroidvania, there's not really like a right direction. At least it's not clear which direction is the right way to you as the player all the time and then you kind of explore and then one way ends up being the right direction and that's like by right direction i mean like to progress down the game instead of like to go find a collectible or something yeah so i feel like with super metroid it's like never clear so you're kind of always going left and right all the time Mm -hmm. and that can be annoying and that's why i used a guide yeah. And that's the case with any Metroidvania game really. Like a lot of people hated on Hollow Knight 
because you can just explore in that game and you're all a lot of times it's like well you get to a point where the enemies are really hard but if you don't yeah. die to the enemies you can go wherever you want kind of do you know what i mean yeah um i feel like dread what it does is once you go down whichever the path is that's going to be the path to continue the game they block you off from exploring backwards yeah they do Mm-hmm. So it forces you down the path of the game really well. And yeah. you're not f- constantly feeling like I have nine different directions to go. Which one's going to be the... Like, you still can do some exploring down that path. But, like, I constantly knew that I had accidentally picked the path that was yeah. the progressing the right, path. The because right I forward, knew I yeah. couldn't explore anymore because when i try to go back it was like blocked off then yeah so i think that's really cool and um, it's good it's good for it's good for people unfamiliar with how those games work yeah and and specifically i'm glad they did it for a metroid game on the switch because everything sells well on the switch and a lot of people that probably never played metroid bought this game yeah and so that's it was really smart on the flip side of that i hated getting locked out of out of places there 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 are some spots that permanently lock you out of a path even once you are basically at the end of the game so if you want to if you want to go and collect everything you have to do some really circuitous routes yeah to get back to some stuff yeah, and that is really frustrating. Like, I, I really wish, like, for main progress through the game, absolutely brilliant that they did that. After you reached a certain point, I wish they just, like, blew up those barriers or yeah. something. Or, like, they had some kind so, of teleporting thing so you could collect there's everything. A, there's a ton of teleporting things. Yeah. But they still, they're, they're not everywhere. Yeah. So they still, like, you still run into those roadblocks, like, all the time, yeah. actually. Yeah. Yeah. So we the, talked about it extensively on the last episode. Just don't be a completionist and then you're good. So, um I said I said on the last episode that this is the first Metroid where I did 100% of everything because I wanted to play more of the game and yeah. it was really fun to do that because some yeah. of the some of the stuff is like really satisfying to collect. Like like it's like legitimately Like you got to use all your tools and yeah, yeah, figure out how to get it. It's a puzzle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can see where you're going with that. And I have yeah. run into that some of that on my own playthrough. Um, the reason I like yeah. I say I liked Fusion uh compared to the other Metroids is because that game actually gives you objectives mm. uh uh like moment by moment so that you don't ever really run into that where do I go feeling Man, kind of I don't remember I played Fusion twenty years ago. Um, and I really, I really want to replay that in Zero Mission. I just want them to put them on Switch. Yeah. So you know how like that c- cool computer, the cool AI in Metroid Dread, where you go into those rooms and it's like that circular uh, thing. Yeah. That Adam AI is in Fusion, and you, yeah. when you go into the computer rooms, they say, "Oh, the X are doing it on this level of the space station." Yeah. And so it kind of gives you those literally like every time you get a power up, you run back to the uh, the computer and they tell you right where to go next. So there isn't really any of that yeah. getting lost. And uh, I kind of like like the exploring 
for Metroidvanias, it's just weird. Like, I, I can see how it could ruin pacing, and that's what pushing yeah. you down the path in Dread is so good because the pacing of the game is just so tight. Yeah, and I don't think you can get in a position in Dread where you don't feel strong enough to do something. Yeah, yeah. Like, they they, they figured out how to balance that pretty well. Like, because I thought Dread was legitimately challenging, and uh, the fact that you can get locked out and potentially not be as powerful as you potentially could be, like, it's still doable, and that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so Metroid, Halo, franchises of our youth, Still killing it. Yeah. That's what's up. Totally. You know what else is a franchise of our youth that's still killing it? What's that? Monster Hunter, baby. <laughs> you want to talk more about Monster nah. Hunter? <laughs> okay. I've just been playing so much. Yeah. Again. I think World yeah. is so good. It's the it's the best game ever. <laughs> ever. It is. It's like it's my really favorite. It's really good. It's a really good game. I decided to get ready for Rise on PC by playing World on PC. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm there. But I you'll see when Rise comes out. I think World is better. Like going back to that one, I'm sure now that I feel that way. Yeah, I mean even playing that like the demo of Rise. I I would I would assume World is a better game. I think the changes in Rise that they made, you'll like more. Oh, I, a lot of the yeah. things that annoyed you about World yep. are not in Rise at I'm all. excited to just yeah, hunch, swoop, hunch in, swoop yeah. into a monster, yep. kill it, and get out. Yep, yep that's all that it, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Yeah. I'm just interested to see how they do, like, how much foliage they add and... The level design in World is just what makes it so good. I mean, it's cool to see that map once. <laughs> I think I think it's cool to explore each map to its depth once. And then whenever things run away, it was annoying. Like, I get the experience of it, but... Yeah, yeah it's just... I think those maps are so... Like, when you say explore once, I'm. it's like 30 hours that I'm into this replay and there's still stuff that I haven't uncovered in the maps. Yeah. So I, I guess I mean like once you have tread every possible yeah, area yeah, of the yeah, map, yeah. that's what I mean. But it takes a long time to get there. That's what's, that's what I like about it. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, if you're, cha- even, if you're chasing, even once you, even once you do that, then you're still running through it a lot and seeing it a lot. Yeah. 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 If, if you're chasing like a lot of the side objectives too, that take you to specific places, which you probably didn't do on your on a lot of your playthroughs, like you weren't hunt hunting down Wivarian photos and no. trying to capture rare species I, of fish and stuff like that. No, I didn't do any of the stupid animal capturing stuff, like the little net thing. No way. No yeah, way. Yeah, there's like different things to unlock ingredients and stuff for your. Yeah, I did. I did everything to get all the equipment. That's like that the. Was, that was all I did. That's like the thing about world that I think is cool. And that probably they thought would be too obtuse because they removed it in Rise. But, like, there's a ton of that, uh, like, I would call it exploration, but work that you have to do in those maps in order to yeah, get different things. Like, in order to unlock the, the ride 
on the animal in order to get like palico tools that are built by the palicos that live in that specific area like you're yeah. you're doing a lot of filling meters yeah kind of things and like they just removed all that and rise so yeah i'm good with doing that once in world <laughs> and i'm looking forward to not doing it in rise yeah it's not a it does suck at like starting a new game over and not having yeah. any of that done but the core experience yeah. of that game is hunting stuff and then hunting stuff again which is what my playthrough on pc has been so it's like not like you're I mean, I have less tools to use the second time around, but it's not like, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't fundamentally change the game that much. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, it's cool. We don't got to spend time on Monster Hunter though. What's uh, what what were you saying that you ha- have played? I want to hear about uh the Fallen Empire game. I didn't realize you played that to completion. Forgotten City. Forgotten City. Yeah. Man, Forgotten, Forgotten C- City's fucking awesome. The Forgotten City is a Fallen Empire. Uh, in the context of that game, it is not. Okay, whatever. Am I, missing it a, Am I missing something there? Well, no, I just like speaking generally, if a city is forgotten, I would say no, it's well, a that's fallen what I'm empire. Saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm not, I can't talk about this game that much because it would all be a spoiler. Forgotten City is a like time loop, uh, mystery adventure game. Um, set in some like ancient Roman city and over the course of a day essentially a day you have to try and figure out why if anybody commits a sin everybody dies is it Cthulian no nope it's purely Lovecraftian nope Nope, it's uh, you're thinking of the Sinking City, maybe, which is like a random HP Lovecraft game that came out a couple years ago that seemed kind of interesting, but I never got around to it. Um, no, Forgotten City is set in like a Roman setting. Uh, it was originally like a Skyrim or Fallout mod or something, so it kind of has a lot of the jank of those games a little bit with like how NPCs work and stuff, but um. As far as, like, exploring a, a Roman city, like, a pretty small space, relatively, it's really cool, and you're trying to solve this mystery of why, if you accidentally steal something, like, by picking up an object that you don't own, the wrath of the gods fall upon you and kill everybody in the city, including you. <laughs> um, but, Jeez. like, Majora's... But, like, Majora's Mask and, like, other time loop games, like, you learn that information, like, Outer Wilds, too. Like, you get that information for your next play, and, like, you know stuff. And that game does some amazing quality of life stuff for a time loop game that is just perfect. Like, you don't have to redo things. Like, once you do it once, there's a thing built in the game to do it automatically for you on your next day. It's amazing. Uh, I thought the story was awesome. I thought the characters were awesome. It's like five hours long, so it's not like a super big investment. Um, it's on Game Pass, uh, or you can buy it. I think it's on. I think it's only on Xbox and PC. I don't know if that's on PlayStation. Um, so it's awesome. A, Forgotten City is awesome. Here's an observation. I really like that game. Did I? I'm having, and I think it's interesting, but it might not be. It has to do with okay. psychology. Okay. But I think it's funny when you say 
quality of life where you don't have to perform that task again. Mm-hmm. And like, that's really good because I know, you know, we just, we just had our conversation about monster hunter where you don't like rerun in the same routes. I mm-hmm. know you don't like to like, once you see it once you're good, you're done. And, and it uh, depends what it is, but typically, yeah. And like, that's why souls games have so much, and that's why you love them so much is because around every corner is new. It's a new enemy. It's a new environment. It's a new engagement, period. And replaying them. If you do a different, different build. Way to do it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. Um, it's funny because there are definitely gamers that don't want that in their games and don't want that in their experiences. They want to repeat something yeah. and repeat it until they can either get better at it or they like the comfort of repeating it. Um, which is like, I'm thinking of personally, I like doing all that stuff in monster hunter again and again and again. But like I was laughing that my wife who just started playing the new horizons, uh, oh, yeah. DLC. Mm-hmm. And like, she gets on her Island and then she does the weeds she collects fish. She goes around and gets like the stuff that fell out of the trees or whatever, and that's usually all she does. She's like not even engaging with the new DLC. And like uh-huh. it's funny to me. I don't know. I'm. I don't mean to throw off the whole podcast, but I'm just. Th- it's an observation that. So, we can we can go into another game, based off of this, where I the, the I know what you're saying. Forgotten City specifically. I would challenge any single person to take that quality of life thing and say they don't want it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it would ruin the game. It would make yeah. the game worse. Um, if it didn't have it, uh, it would just be a pain in the ass. So I also checked out 12 Minutes, another time loop game that came out this year. It's also on Game Pass. It was like it was like an indie thing that um, there was... I feel like there was a lot of build-up to that game because it got shown, I, I don't know, two years ago or something. And it's like a top down perspective of a single apartment. And you only have the, your loop is only 12 minutes long and you're trying to figure out what is going on in those 12 minutes. And, um, I think that game sucks. I, I I actively dislike that game. Uh, and I was really, I, I didn't, I gave up and I just watched the endings because it is really obtuse. It is much more classically adventure game, like managing an inventory of weird items and those items interact with things in the world How you strangely. Think they would. Yeah. And you have to like kind of just experiment and you're doing this loop, which it's only twelve minutes. That's not very long, but it feels like a fucking eternity. Yeah, when you, you don't know what to do and you have to keep doing it, doing it, and you can't and you can't like speed up time. And there's like one way you can speed up time, but it's only to a certain event in the game. And it's just like it was so fucking frustrating. And I was really interested in it. Like I wanted to know what was going on. Yeah, and it didn't really have that once you figure a thing out or once you figure out steps to make a thing happen, it didn't have a just do this for me. Just get me to that point so I can do other things and like spider or expand off of that spider web off of that and so try all of these different combinations. The color combination that Simon says 
sort every, of every step of the way until the you get to experiment with the final step every loop sort of it, it wasn't even really it wasn't even hard to remember it was just painful to sit through yeah because yeah. the like number one i thought the game was kind of janky it didn't really like feel good to play and move around in and do stuff in um and then like having to repeat i i probably tried like 20 times like I knew what I needed to do when I, when I looked it up, I was like, okay, I knew I needed to get to this point, yeah, I and I I had I had no idea how to get that to happen. Yeah, and I was really glad I stopped playing because I would have just sat there and spun my wheels and probably been more frustrated with the game than I am. And ultimately, I think the story was bad. And I'm glad I looked it up yeah. because, like, I would have been that really the game. I would have been really pissed off if yeah. I like spent all that time trying to figure it out. And yeah, like that—that's a frustrating thing. Like a really interesting idea that I think just didn't work. It just didn't work. And if and I played it after Forgotten City, so I was probably spoiled a little bit because I think Forgotten City does that stuff really well. Um, but. If you're looking for a time loop game, number one is Outer, Outer Wilds. Wilds. Number two, <laughs> number t- number two, Forgotten City. Death Loop, not a time loop game. It is a time loop game. Okay. Do you, should we let's let's hit let's hit some of these quick games. Death Loop. Well, super we dis- we had this conversation a little bit on. Uh... We talked a little bit about Death Loop when I was first playing it. Yeah. Um, I did finish it. I think that game is fine. Didn't love the end. I I didn't love the game okay. generally. Um, I think you're pretty high in it. I feel like when, on our last episode. Yeah, so. yeah. I think like when you when they let the when they take the reins off and just let you go crazy in that game, it's good. That that initial like couple hours of you like really like digging into how the game works and and learning it and um spending time learning the levels and understanding the characters and all that stuff. I think that part is really good. Uh, it's as you start to build out what you're supposed to do to finish the game where it just wasn't as fun yeah. uh, and, and interesting. Um, Cause it really does lead you around by the nose and I'm glad it does because I think it would be really hard if it didn't. And when I finally like finished it, I thought the ending was really dissatisfying and weird. I thought it was a really weird ending. And it just it just bums me out like like when we first talked about it like it was like oh people gave this tens. It's like what? What? Like Arcane has three other games that are better than this. Like significantly better than this. And they didn't get tens. <laughs> You know, like it's yeah, it's yeah. really weird um, to me. So I I did walk away from that game pretty disappointed. I think it's solid, but uh, it's definitely low on the list of things to play, especially from Arcane. It felt like an idea that they had on like in a meeting room that should have never left the meeting room. Yeah. Like it should it should, it well. it, no, like it. The uh, I think uh, like right around when Deathloop came out, NoClip released a documentary about Prey, um, which I highly recommend. It's really interesting. Um, but they talk about 
praised DLC in that quite a bit. Uh, you didn't because play? I didn't play it because it didn't sound interesting to me. Um, it was a roguelite. Uh, it, it, it's praise gameplay, but in the context of a roguish game that a lot of people really do like, and it does sound interesting, but I just don't really want to play it. Um, they took that general idea and that's what Deathloop is. And like, I don't, I just, I don't know. I think, I think Deathloop's existence is very odd. Like it's a very, it's a really odd game that, uh, I don't know. It could. I don't even know if it could have been better. Like I, I don't really know what I. I don't. My criticism of that game is that I just didn't really enjoy how it wrapped up. Yeah. I don't really know what I would change to make That's what like it is real subjective. Yeah. Like I don't know what I would change in the context of what the game is to make it better. Yeah. Uh, because I think just the framework of that game is just fundamentally not that good. Yeah. So. Well, um, speaking of disappointing experiences. Yeah. Actually, I'll, I'll go with. Oh, let me rephrase that. Speaking of frustrating experiences. Uh huh. Bro, I can't, Demon Souls is just kicking my butt, man. <laughs> I don't know. Talk about good. going. Talk about going backwards in the Souls series. That's I, a I hard know, game. Is it? Yeah. I want to know, like. I I need to I need to talk to somebody that played both the original and is playing this new one, because there's like something about the AI, and like ninety percent of the level is ninety percent of the game, at least that I played so far, like six seven hours, is like all spiral scare staircase corridors with no walls, like it's just. And like there, the enemy model is like lower than yours, and so they can. Hit you, they, but you can't hit can them hit you, because you your sword is like so short, and the lighting I can't see anything, and it just <laughs> and I just swear, dark. I swear the like the AI like you you know how Souls game you get in this little dance like you're circling each other, you're circling each other, right? Yeah, because you want to wait for them to attack so that you, so they hit you have an opening and then you attack. Well, they just they just don't attack in Demon Souls, they don't, and then as soon as you hit the button. They're like, ah, and they're mauling you so that they interrupt your attack every single time. It's like, yeah. I don't, I don't know what to do. I, I can't, I can't like strafe anywhere because it's yeah, a guess, tiny little. I, I guess I don't necessarily remember that, but the corridor thing is, is real. That's, that's a real thing. For People Demon's even, Souls. Yeah. That even back when the original came out, that was like, oh, I swing my sword and I hit it off the wall. What the fuck is that? And it's like, yeah. that's why it's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's why it's an interesting thing. Like, uh, so yeah, it's hard. Um, I just, I like it, but like, I need to, I need to intersperse the corridor thing with some other things so that I'm not just constantly well, claustrophobic and getting frustrated. I think, uh, cause it ends I up think... being that I'm doing more frustrating sections than I am doing sections that are fun. And then that's just like, this game was literally just making me want to turn it off. I'm not, I don't, I'm not Yeah, trying to picture trying to picture all the levels in that game. So like Boletaria Palace, I would say is relatively open. There's corridors in that game or in that world for sure. But like there are a lot of them that are tight. Yeah, most of that game is tight. I mean, it. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. So the it, first two boss fights I did were sick. Yeah, they were hard, really hard. And like, I figured them out. And then after beating them, I was like, man, those were cool fights. 
and yeah. it looks incredible. Yeah. Um, it doesn't look like a From game though. Oh really? There's a, it. There's like a. I saw a little bit of the remake. There's like a in certain uh, texture style that From games have. Where if you're looking at it, you can immediately tell that game is made by From Software. And this game doesn't have that. And so it's kind of jarring to me. Maybe it's it's just me. Huh. But, yes, the lighting yeah, and, the, and the corridors and the AI, it's just rough. And the, the other thing is, is, like, I don't have, I feel like I don't have a lot of options in terms of, like, I can't get a longer weapon or I can't go grind an area yeah. to level up a certain thing. Like it, you're kind of just bashing your head against like the way the, the levels work. I tried to go do some other levels to try and level up or something. And like, I'm way under leveled to be anywhere else. Like it just, it doesn't work. Um, yeah. I mean, I definitely, there was like a really easy exploit in the original where I did grind a lot in that game. Yeah. So my my uh, I don't want to do that. I, it's like that's what I'm. I've only played through Demon Souls one time, so yeah. I, I don't I don't really. I have a warped perspective. I I also played that game long after the wiki was like basically complete. So I I used a guide through a lot of that game. Yeah. Um. For, like, general stuff, like, what does this do? How do I upgrade my weapons? Like, yeah, stuff like that, which I I, I really appreciate playing a Souls game blind after, because, like, I played Dark Souls blind and all of them blind after Demons, but if you're stuck, just look it up. If, like, for tips on stuff, I, I, don't, I don't think there's any shame in that. Um, but Demon's Souls is a hard game. I I still consider that I look I think of that as being one of the harder ones. Yeah. Because it was the first one they did and they were still figuring things out and some of the systems in that game are bad. Like only healing with grass. That sucks. Yeah. Have you run out of grass? <laughs> a lot of times. And then I have to like yeah. go play older sections of right, the game to, to grind to them. G- to get more, and then it's just like they're not dropping it all the time. Yep. So, yeah, like that's bad. It's yeah. it's why I complained about the blood shit in Bloodborne so much because it was like we went backwards. Yeah. You guys fixed this. We went backwards, but um, yeah, not good. That stuff's not good. Um, some of the there's like one or two bosses that are like cheesy. Uh, if you get that far. It's like you have to do a very specific thing to beat them. And yeah. it's like not easy to figure that out. Well, so at I all. just beat Tower Knight not too long ago. Yeah, which that so shouldn't have, have been too bad. You have to hit his heels, right? Yeah. And then he falls over backwards. Mm-hmm. He every time so he kept jumping into the corners, like putting his back to the corner. Yeah. And then when his back's in the corner, I don't I can't go in and hit him because there's nowhere for me to dodge, right? Yeah. So then I would run away to get, draw him out of the corner, and he would do his spear swipe at me, which I can't dodge very well unless I hit the iframes perfect, which is a pain in the butt. And then yeah. he would just back right into the corner. So he kept, I kept hitting him to the point where he would fall down, 
This is mm-hmm. minor spoilers for Demon Souls any for anyone. Who... <laughs> yeah. And then I couldn't run around and hit his head because he had uh, clipped clipped through the the yeah. the level, and it happened like a hundred times. Like, dude, this is like, yeah. I don't want to have a 75-minute fight against this boss. I can only do four damage for every swing. He has, like, a million HP. So the 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 way that demons works progress-wise is you're kind of supposed to jump around the worlds a lot. Um, you're not supposed to just blow through Boletaria Palace because you can't. Well, uh, it gated me now. Like, it how? won't let me through the next fog door. It says this fog door is closed until you slay an archdemon which is what made me start going to other levels but then okay. when i'm going to their levels like i'm i'm not they kill me in one shot and i'm doing zero damage even if i'm perfect dodging <laughs> like i'm not supposed to be here i don't think i am yeah um and so i've been i've been running this one blight town looking level which looks incredible on my ps5 but is it like plague valley it's uh depraved chasm or something like that I, yeah i think that yeah and the like the geometry of the level is all up and down and there's holes in it and like i just keep dying because you just fall through and like because the the, i can't hit them because they're on like i'm using a scimitar which is like this really short sword but i don't Mm -hmm. have any other long weapons i just feel stuck kind of and yeah um i don't know i've only played that game one time so it's like really hard for me to think back because it, it would have been literally like twelve years ago. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I just wonder how faithful the recreation is. Like, or probably I would if, assume pretty faithful. That's what yeah. I've heard. Um. But yeah, like I like I, I I just think of that game as being hard. Uh, it's it really it's 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 why Souls became a thing was because that game came out and people were like, what? This game is kicking my ass. It's like, it how does, me out. How does, like, how does anybody play this? I love the boss design. I love the like enemy variety. I love seeing the levels. Like even going through Bulletariat, like it's sick the way the yeah. castle is, and then you do the long path with the dragon, and then I'm in the tower, and like it's it looks incredible. It's awesome. I just I want to enjoy it more, yeah. and it it hurt like. It bums me out. I don't know any other way to like, because I like the game. I just, I mean, it's very possible you might have to grind, and if you don't want to do that, then you're yeah, just not just don't gonna. Play it. You're just not gonna play it. Yeah, because like, I mean, I definitely before even knowing that one exploit, I definitely ran through Boletaria Palace a lot just to get souls and level up. Yeah, like I I did that on purpose as a thing that I felt I needed to do. I did that a couple times game. and there's like a random enemy that's like really strong and he kills me in one hit still. And I'm just like, Oh my God, it's <laughs> like just so punishing. Yeah. Is there, I haven't heard anything about the online for the remake at all. Like, could you summon people? I don't know. I didn't try. I don't do that stuff generally. Like, I know. I guess, it, but... I guess she gave me the items to do uh, to cast an invader away, and to like yeah. the blue stone, which I think it the like... blue stone would be co-op, I believe. So like, I think the blue stone allows you to get summoned to another game. Oh, okay. 
I don't know how I would go about summoning someone. You would see their signs on the ground, like all the other games. That's how it worked. Um, I just don't know can, where to look for that stuff because there. I I read a lot of the hints. Like I don't. I don't know. They, from what I remember, they looked like they do in all the Dark Souls games. They were just. They were very explicitly not a message. Um, it was like different looking on the ground. But uh, yeah, I mean, again, because it's a hard game. I used co-op stuff when I first played through it. Like, yeah. Um, It's just... I just don't know where to look for that. I would, I would don't have any problem using it. I just never come across it. Yeah, that's why I was It's not like a me being prideful and saying I'm not going to use this. I just literally don't, like, ever see that. I didn't see it. I haven't really seen that on any of my Souls games. A little bit, a little bit with Bloodborne. And maybe in like one or two spots, we did some stuff together. Yeah, technically, we did some of one yeah. on Dark Souls one, but like DS two, no way. I didn't. Huh. And yeah, I've, I've um, the invasion part of it, I've had. Like I've definitely had to fight people. Probably, off. They were probably NPCs. If I had to yeah, guess. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, because there's plenty. There's plenty of those NPCs and demons that invade you. Um. Because my second question was. I haven't heard anything about the online, and I believe they got rid of, like, world tendency shit. No. They didn't? It's still there? It's still in the pause menu. I can look up my tendencies. Like okay. It's, it's still a stack. Is it, is it black or white? Um, I don't know. I haven't... I thought... I The only reason I have, like, that's in my head is because I was looking through the menu, and I thought tendency. What does that mean? That's a weird yeah. soul's term. So I don't know what I'm currently... Yeah, because, like, how the original game worked, if I remember correctly, um, each of those worlds, uh, they would have a tendency to them. It would either be black or white or somewhere in the middle. And the more black it would get, the more difficult it would get, and that's when it would summon uh, black phantoms. Or if it was white... It would be like better, um, and that's where blue phantoms would be around, and they'd be like particular NPCs that could like help you with stuff. Yeah, um, and I think the way that it worked for Black World Tendency was like if you died a lot, <laughs> like if you died a lot in a world. So then the game it... gets harder if you keep dying. Oh yep. my gosh! Yeah, yeah. That's so, so... dumb. I, I thought it was awesome. I thought that was a really cool thing because, like, it, I don't know how much harder it was. And I, again, I could be wrong. Like, I don't really, rem- it wasn't a thing that I had to worry about. Um, but yeah, like, I didn't, I don't think that's in the remake. I'm pretty sure they got rid of it. But I just didn't know if you had come across it at all because I haven't really now, got to talk about that game too much with anybody. What I'm going to do is just look up the recommended order of, levels and see if I'm at that's the right probably one a good place to start yeah or go do the one that it recommends and then we'll see because it's it feels like the I don't know I just did you do did you do any of the mountain cave thing yet like where it's like kind of a red <laughs> world so I went in there and there was these like really strong uh attack on Titan looking people in there that like they oh. just they didn't move they were like a little bit bigger than me they weren't huge okay but they 
like when I hit them with my sword, it took like 50 sword hits to kill one, but they weren't really aggroed to me. And so I didn't re- know if I was in the right spot or not. And then when I went to and I found an enemy in there, he killed me like two hits and I figured, ah, eh, maybe I'm not supposed to be here. I think, I think that first run of that world or the tower of Latria is where you're supposed to go next. Um, tower of Latria there the tower ivory tower it's the one the one the tower of latria the first part of it is the one where it's like a prison and there's like the cthulhu faced people walking around and they kill you in one hit if they grab you i haven't seen that yet no you should probably you should probably go there then um i don't remember what i thought it was called tower of latria but maybe the first part of it is something different yeah i haven't some of the some of the like teleport places aren't open yet the stones yeah really like i don't in have the... all of them open in the that's nexus, weird in the nexus there's yeah. like probably two or three that aren't open and the ones on the sides are i, I have a choice that's of like diff- four different worlds yeah that's 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 all it should be i think okay yeah i was gonna say they should all be open from the start pretty much it's like a chasm that's where it looks like blight town yeah it's the island of something forgotten yeah, that, isle. That one's hard, I think. And then it's the uh Boletariat. And then it's the uh the red yeah, the red like uh mining operation yeah, so, or whatever. So there should it is. be another one available to you. Uh, I don't know, maybe not. Hmm. That's weird. I don't know. Maybe I just missed it. Yeah. But you're saying go to that other one. Yeah. If you haven't been there yet. Yeah. That's what I remember my progression being. It was Boletaria, then I couldn't do I like I did the Tower Knight after I did some other stuff. Because yeah. I remember thinking it was too hard. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll get through it. I just uh I wanna yeah. like those games more than I do. <laughs> and like I, re- I loved Bloodborne and I loved DS One, and I love Sekiro. It's just that I recognize that they're putting me in a mood that I don't want to be in when I play them, and that's just like I don't. Hmm. It's not good. I don't know. Yeah. So they're challenging. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I forgot what else. Uh, I guess. I have another like relatively quick thing. What's that? Uh, I finished Cyberpunk. Finally. Are we are we, are we uh, still talking don't, about frustrating experiences? Don't really. Sure, because I thought Cyberpunk was pretty frustrating, but I also liked how it ended. So story wise, like, it was narratively. like yeah, story wise, it was like fine. Um. All the endings in that game are pretty different too. Yeah. So, um, the one I got was really dark, and that's why I think I liked it. And uh, man, I wish that game was better. And that's all I really have to say about it. <laughs> yeah. Just, just really wish it was better than it is. Um, and that has nothing to do with bugs or anything. Not none of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. That's not what I'm. Ta- that's not what I'm talking about. Um. But on the cyberpunk aspect, Ghost Runner. Is it Ghost good? Runner is really cool. 
You liked it? Yeah, I thought I thought that was a pretty cool game. I found it very frustrating. I thought yeah. it was legitimately really hard. Yeah. Um, I died so much and had to redo so many things in that game. But for like what it is as a thing, like I loved the original Mirror's Edge so much. Yeah. Ghost Runner is like a good follow up to Mirror's Edge. Yeah. Um, it's it's like a really cool parkour first person game with abilities on top of it, like having to fight enemies and stuff. Um, and I thought it was really cool. I feel like it didn't get talked about hardly at all. Like it's it's I think it deserves more attention than it got that yeah. I heard about. Maybe it's a little too long than it should be. I think it should have been a little shorter because they kind of run out of ideas. And then they for... just make you do the same thing. Well, kill three it, versions of this enemy instead of one. They do. They do a pretty good job of adding things as you go on, like consistently through the game. Like they don't. They repeat things, but it's it's the combination of those different enemies and things that make those experiences like this interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they do consistently add new things, like the whole game. Like it's it's always new things, new things, new things. I just don't know that. Uh, like after a point any of those new things like made it better or cooler it just kind of was like like there were there were a few enemies that i just straight up didn't even have to like deal with in that game you know like you could just (laughs) there were abilities that you get that you could just like not even engage with them at all yeah yeah and so it was like it was like like so so did we really need to do this yeah like it's the star wars game fallen order yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, we're just running by enemies and not even dealing with them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you couldn't do that in Ghost Runner. Like, you straight up had to kill things to progress because otherwise the door wouldn't unlock. But they they did give you, like, tools to take care of some of the enemies to where it was like, um, okay, you're not even a factor right now. And also, that game being in first person with all the stuff that you're handling, the thing that's frustrating about it, my dog's running around. You might hear. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I can see him. Yeah. You uh, you deal with these things, like, it's hard to deal with because you're in first person, so you don't yeah. have good, you don't have good situational awareness, awareness at yeah. all times. And so, like, most of the time I died, it was because I literally had no idea what was going on, like, yeah, away from me. Yeah. And that was pretty frustrating. Like I don't you couldn't do anything about that. It's a first person game, so like what are they supposed to do? But um but ultimately I thought that game was really cool. I, I think it's worth at least trying. Is it not on Game Pass too? It's not. Oh, I you bought that, it. It was it was something I was planning to buy for a while. Like I had it on a, a wish list for a while. I wanted to get it when it came out, but I just kept putting it off. And um it was free on Epic something. Games or something, yeah. It was Amazon. something. Yeah, I have it on GOG. I have it on GOG. I think it was like Ew. a Twitch game for free at one point. So, but I I do think it's cool. I, I think if it's definitely like pick up on a sale if you're interested in it. Um, because it was a good cyberpunk game too. It like really nailed that thing. The music the music was pretty good. It was fun. Yeah, yeah. It was bumping electronic the whole time. Um. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of bumping electronic soundtracks, mm-hmm. 
what do you know about Hot Wheels Unleashed, bro? I I know basically nothing. You know nothing. I haven't even, I haven't even seen footage of it. All I all I heard about the game was that it has weird loot crates. Let me tell you about the best racing game of all time. Okay, of all time. Uh, no, but I don't know jack about racing games, so I don't have a good opinion to offer you. But I do think this one's really good. Yeah. Uh, it appeals to me because I had a mean Hot Wheels collection in my day as a youth, mm-hmm. and uh, I did too. Just the the idea of like collecting Hot Wheels as the cars you use in a video game, plus it being a kart racer, to me was like okay, yeah, that sounds kind of fun, and so that was that's what the loot boxes are in the game, which is also fun. Like I like getting loot box, uh, matchbox cars. You know what I mean. And they call them blind boxes, and they have a little fancy animation, and they open up, and then you have a collection, yeah. mm-hmm. and so you can get like doubles of the same car that you already have, and then you have the option to dismantle or sell cars, so you can yeah. co- your collection can be like really big or can be really small, and you can just keep reusing the um, resources you get from selling or dismantling the cars that you got in the blind box to either upgrade the cars you like or try to get more blind boxes. Yeah. So I think okay. that like is fun. Um you're also getting track pieces in the boxes, aren't you? That's no, no, not in no. the boxes. The track pieces you unlock just by doing the career mode. Okay. The okay. career mode is you, you remember those old carpets that uh we used they used to have that were like just a roadway. It's like Yeah. A, yeah. And it's, so it's that, and there's just points on the on the roadway. They're just like time trials or race challenges, mm-hmm. and that's basically all it is. Mm-hmm. And you do those challenges, and like you might earn a blind box in some of those challenges. Otherwise, you get awarded gold and or gears, yeah. which is the currencies you use to upgrade or buy more cars. Yeah. Um, and so you're unlocking track pieces, which you use to create your own custom tracks. And there's a whole online, like, download other people's yeah. custom tracks. Yeah. And these tracks can get built anywhere. There's, like, six different locations. They're, like, kind of mundane locations. It's like a basement, which has all these neon, or sure, not yeah. mason. It's like an attic or something like that. There's a basement which you is your basement and you can decorate. You're also unlocking <laughs> like decorating things. So when you race someone's track and it's in their basement, you get to see their customized uh, room, which okay. is kind of fun. That is kind of fun. Yeah. Um and then there's like a construction site and a college campus and a pool hall and just like these different normal areas where someone built a racetrack in. Mm-hmm. And those racetracks are the tracks that you race, and so I'll say that the having the same like background cycle all the time makes it feels like you're kind of racing in the same yeah tracks all the time. But then the difficulty of the tracks are what actually make that not the case because they get crazy. 
Um, and the the yeah. game mechanics are basically that there's physics, and you have a boost, and you gain boost by drifting, and that's okay. it. Yeah. So, like, in order to be good, you gotta always be boosting. Like mm. you gotta be mashing the the boost button, but you can boost yourself right off the track if the track drops off, and you're going too fast. Yeah. And then there's like other things in the track where you need your boost. Like if you go through a big loop de loop, if you don't have enough speed, which you wouldn't have unless you boost it at the bottom of the loop de loop, then you'll get to the top fall of it, off. and you'll fall. Oh, that's funny. And then you have also like there's jumps and stuff. And you have, like, air control with the car. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so they'll do jumps where, like, you'll be driving on the ceiling, and then you'll jump, and then you'll have to rotate the car all the way around to land on the track, actually, and then keep wow. going. And so that's all it is. And, and the physics of that, like, if you, with you mashing other cars or boosting and then go around a curb and hitting a curb, like, can throw your car off the track. And then when you fly off the track, you can drive around in the basement or in the construction area as much as you want. Oh, it doesn't immediately reset nope. you? And then there's a uh, there's a reset button that you can hit any time at any point anyways. It, there's this okay. like a put me back on the track button. Yeah. And so it works. I think it's, re- I think it's really good. Yeah. Uh, it runs in 144 frames <laughs> per second. Like yeah. consistently, no drops whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. And it's on Ultra. Like, they didn't spend any time animating anything. It's just, like, the race. And then when Mm -hmm. you finish, it does, like, a 360 around your car. And, like, there's no fireworks or anything that happen. It's just, like, the track. There's no Horizon Festival? Nope. It's just, like, the track and the boosting. And I think the game feels really fast. And it feels like you have to drive like a freaking maniac in order to beat the computer ai and i think that's cool it's fun and i've enjoyed collecting my cars and i want to see how crazy the tracks will get on the career mode yeah and like that's why i'm pushing through yeah so it's pretty sweet i've like uh recognized a lot of the pieces that you unlock in terms of custom custom track and i think like with the idea of it being a games game's or service games model or whatever, I think they could just basically add tracks and or places to build the tracks and or cars, and, like, the game will have legs because of that. So, Hot Wheels Unleashed, I think, is sick. Like, no no joke. Yeah. I don't don't have a good, like, reference for... I was going to say, it sounds like... So... The Trackmania series has existed for kind of a long time. Yeah. Um, and that is probably what I would Yeah, that that's probably what I would describe Trackmania as because all the footage I've ever seen I've never played one. All the footage I've ever seen of those custom tracks are fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like they are totally crazy and you do have to do that like I'm upside down. Now I have to be right side up and stuff like that. Um, the only thing is those games are like, they're not hot wheels, I guess. Like they're not, um, 
it's not like a toy it's like supposed yeah. to be like real cars or whatever in quotes yeah um so like yeah it's 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 interesting because the hot wheels branding of it probably makes it way more uh palatable scene way more seen by people as opposed to track mania i only know what track mania is because of jeff gersman at giant bomb being yeah. a weirdo in the like weird games and like they released the track mania relatively recently within the last couple years that i don't i never i never heard a single thing about it you know so like hot wheels i heard about hot wheels a lot because it's a hot wheels game you know it's like it's a brand yeah so yeah. um so yeah, I mean that's cool if it sounds like it's doing that. I they uh Forza Horizon 3, one of the DLC packs for that was Hot Wheels themed. Yeah, I remember that. Which was that was pretty cool cuz it was like just driving on gigantic versions tracks, of like yeah. the classic tracks, yeah. Yeah. So that was neat. Um but yeah, no, I just haven't seen any footage of this at all. <laughs> I haven't seen it in action at all. So I I the only I guess the only reference I have really is Mario Kart and yeah. Forza Horizon 4, I think. Right? Is that the last one? You play uh, yeah, you played 4. Yeah. So, comparative to Mario Kart, I would say it feels faster and yeah. it feels a lot more like the your skill at driving is what determines the I know, I know, I make this joke all the time that Mario Kart is not a skilled base game, but there's not like random stuff that's going to knock you off the course of the yeah. race. Like it's literally just how you use the boost and interacting with other cars. You, you can bump other people and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but the tracks are similar. Like it's a kart based kind of style racer. Do you know what I'm saying? You have to brake. Uh yeah, for sure. Okay. Um to turn like yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can't just like be mashing the gas and just whipping around turns, no way. Okay. Um cuz cuz I picture Hot Wheels as having those little lips on the edge and like you literally couldn't ever fall off of the track, I guess. Yeah. So there is some tra- like the first half of the game all the tracks had that. Now that I'm getting further into career mode, like there's some cur- turns that don't have it. Yeah. And there's also obstacles on the tracks themselves. Like it gets a little more involved. There's like magnet tracks that your wheels stick to. There's like obstacles on some of the tracks. They have those like, yeah. do you remember like uh, the Hot Wheels pieces that had like a spider or a T-Rex like at the at the starting line and it would do yeah. something where it'd like eat your car or something? Like, yeah. I'm talking mm-hmm. real play sets. Well, mm-hmm. they have tracks. They have stuff like that where, like, the spider will shoot webs at you on the track, so you get stuck in it, and like that affects the race. Yeah. Or like the the dinosaur like breathes fire on the track, so you have to like dodge his fire and different things like that. Uh, that's cool. But yeah, I think you know as long as they can keep the DLC free, I think this game's. I think it's legit. Yeah. The, the, like the only other thing I have to compare it to is Forza, which I thought was really fun. I just didn't like the progression in Forza, so I didn't really stick with it. Yeah, whereas, I'm playing. Uh, sorry. Yeah. I was just gonna say, whereas this one has like a specific do these challenges, and that's pretty much all it is. But yeah. like, I've been playing since because my schedule has been kind of weird 
and I've been, had like one night a week to play, so I didn't really want to start anything new because I'm only playing once a week, and I just didn't want to get. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't want to like get into anything heavy. Yeah, and so I was playing Monster Hunter, and it's perfect to like do a couple hunts and then do a couple races and then do a couple hunts and do a couple races. It's like not yeah. something that I would sit there and marathon, but it's I don't know. It's a good little game to mess with. Like I did a race before we got on here. Yeah, yeah, so, that kind of thing. And I would I would like to. I'm I'm really curious about multiplayer. I tried to do Parsec and get Josh involved, even though I don't think like the performance of the stream would be enough for him to race competitively. I just want you yeah. to see what the game is. Cause I think it's fun. Yeah. So I, well, I've been playing Forza horizon five a lot, uh, quite a lot. Yeah. Um, cause I do really like those games. Uh, I, the first one I played was three and I played the hell out of three and I played a good bit of four too. Um, and it was something I always kept meaning to go back to because I own it. I, I, I like bought it. I wasn't just playing it on Game Pass. Um, but yeah, so I re-signed up for Game Pass and it was good timing for a lot of things. But Forza just came out also. And I don't know what it is about Horizon that I find so appealing, but like it's just easy to spend a lot of time playing yeah <laughs> like i i it's it's definitely something like you want to fire it up and do a race for like 10 minutes and then turn it off like it's totally that but it is definitely a game that i will just sit around and play usually listening to a podcast but like or music or something but like it's just fun to yeah to just explore an open map with ridiculous cars like yeah and it's the third one of these that i've played now that was why i was and it's not any different <laughs> than that's the other why i was one. interested in riders republic yeah i i still i never saw anything for that either actually yeah. um but like forza i i think at this point and i've heard this a lot for this one specifically it's just like there's that game is really fun and it feels entirely meaningless. Like, yeah, like that, like there's, you That's can what I was do getting at with the progression yeah. of, of four. I just, yeah. like it's kind of just check boxing open world stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I, I get to the point in that game where it's like, Hey, you should turn the difficulty up on all of these cars because you are destroying them. Yeah. And like, I turn it up and then it, and then it's like impossible because those games are supposed to be very open and accessible. So it has some really weird rubber banding in it that is frustrating. Yeah, like they don't know how to make it challenging without yeah, they, just yeah. artificially kind of making the computer catch up. Yeah. And I complained about this a couple episodes ago when I was checking out the like the regular Forza Motorsport Seven, yeah, where and and the F one games like driving racing game AI is something I really need. Somebody needs to figure it out because it is bad. It's bad. Like they have their line that they are driving, and that is it. There is no other consideration 
of anything. They do not consider other drivers. They don't consider you. They are just driving that line. And the difficulty just changes how fast they go. <laughs> so, like, in in Horizon, they're doing this... Uh, so, like, in, in Horizon 4, they did the seasons thing where, like, every so often it would be winter and it would be fall yeah, I remember. and whatever. And that was cool. I thought that was really cool because it was like, oh, the map changes and, like, the roads change. Yeah, yeah. That's really, that was, like, a really cool idea. Mm-hmm. And um, in 5, they don't do that anymore because it's in Mexico and Mexico doesn't really experience seasons. seasons. Yeah. So, like, they couldn't do that again. So the way that they're doing the season thing is... They have these, it's like a battle pass kind of, where every so often it's, summer is happening right now, and during the summer, like, these events are available, and, like, go do the, they're on certain parts of the map, and other, you know, then it'll go to fall, and whatever. And those challenges, like, those races are set difficulties. They're not something that you can tweak. It's just, like, it is this difficulty and i've done i've tried to do two of them now and they are considered highly skilled which i think is the highest difficulty level i or maybe second highest they're impossible like i don't really know what i'm supposed to do about it because you you start the race and all of the other cars just blast by you even if you are at like the highest uh upgrade level of that tier of car they just fucking blast by you. And then if you stick with the race for a little bit, you'll catch up. And that doesn't make any sense because if they are racing as they are racing and going as fast as they can go, how are you catching up, you know? And it happened the total opposite way to me where I was totally destroying these AI cars in a race and my... My fucking top speed was throttled. <laughs> like it was it was insane. I could not believe it was happening. And I think that's just really bad like that's bad. And so like it it, it just makes this overall thing of like I'm doing these races cuz I like driving the cars and I like experiencing the world, but like for what? It doesn't and, mean anything. Yeah, like what what am I doing it for? Um like racing. Yeah, that was game. my problem. You went you win or you get fourth, or you get seventh, or you get... F- and it's like the same thing happens. It just ticks yeah. up one of the meters, and then they're like, good job, dude. Here's yeah. some, some sunglasses for your avatar. Yeah, so and it's like, like some okay, of that I think that's is... kind of neat, but also it's yeah. like I need some direction. I need yeah. some, like, something to try for. Yeah, like I think that is overall a good thing, just as yeah. an experience, but... It's also like I've played, I've sunk a good chunk of time into two previous games, and like I'm, I've also now still sunk what feels like a good chunk of time into five, and I'm just always thinking like, what am I doing? But like I do want to play it, so like yeah. why do I want to play it? And it's just, it's weird. It's a weird thing, um, because like it looks really pretty and it runs really yeah, great I don't know. on they PC. Probably- and- they probably do better making a game that's more open and doesn't make you do things. Like it probably appeals to more people than it oh, totally. would if yeah, yeah. Because because the stuff outside of racing in Horizon is fun. Like just exploring the world and like yeah. finding where they tuck away those XP boards and fast travel boards. Like that's fun. 
Um, some of the some of the like marquee stuff, like the some of the new stuff in five, is that you're working through, like there's multiple Horizon festivals going on, and they do like in in four you race like a jet or something at some point in four. So like they did stuff like that previously, but now in five they kind of like changed how those work a little bit and you kind of work through a series of things like that based on like there's the apex festival and there's the wild festival and they do these different things where like you're exploring different parts of the map and it's kind of like more narrative um which i'm not listening to obviously yeah yeah. like i'm i'm not listening to anything that they're saying because i don't care but the, some of them are neat. Like, one of them has you go to the top of a volcano. Yeah, and then drive and like, down the volcano. And, and, like, the idea is that you're, like, you're like re, you're helping the research station find information about the volcano. And then you drive down the volcano. And, like, so it's, like, it has, like, more high-profile stuff like that that is cool. Um, and, and I want to see it. And... I don't know. Like, it's good. It's definitely good. But, like, if you've played a Horizon game before, it's the same game. It's literally the same game. Like, it's not any different whatsoever. Yeah. Other than surface level stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so. But, but can't you say that about any sequel get like series well i mean like it's a car sim it's an open world car game so what could they add that that would make it different well i would i i think i would like some kind of yeah you can't really crash cars no that's the worst part of it bring bring burnout paradise back that's what we really need um but like i was gonna compare it to like the the rally series the, the rally games that I've played a lot of and spent a lot of time with. And like the, the reason I like those games is because it's purely me trying to get better at something. Yeah. And, and there's no real way to do that in horizon. Just getting good. Are you talking but, about it? That game? No, in horizon. Yeah. Like yeah, in yeah, horizon, yeah. there's like no way to really do that. Yeah. Because, the AI is arbitrarily just better than you. It's not like yeah. you're really, it's not like you're really competing. And I guess you could probably just play completely online and that would maybe be interesting. And I haven't really experimented much with that in five. I, I would like to at some point. Um, Cause some of the community based stuff is cool. Like the battle Royale thing in horizon is actually pretty interesting. Like yeah. the little, the little bit that I played it in four. Um, But like, like in a sim racer, like the in her, in Forza Motorsport, that playing seven was like so disappointing to me because it was the same thing. It was like it doesn't feel like I'm getting better at this game. It just feels like I'm going through the motions. And in the Dirt Rally series, you don't make progress in that game without getting better. And like that's what I want from something like this. It, with like normal cars, like I want that experience. Yeah, but they're not making not in a dirt for, rally game. They're not making it for that niche of a. Uh... Right, Some people but, would get that challenge and be like, "Nah, I'm not. You I'm would... not putting the time into this." To oh sure, sure, and and Horizon is probably the wrong place to look for that. Yeah, it's just yeah, like yeah. At That's this, what I'm saying. Basically, at this at this point, after like how many exist, it would be nice if they like tried to cater to both because yeah. because Forza. Motorsport 7 
I believe was looked at as a bad game. Yeah. And it came out a long time ago. So clearly they don't know what to do with the actual like semi part of their yeah. racing games. And that's frustrating because the first Forza 1 and 2 were fucking really good. I played the shit out of those games. And they felt and they felt like I was I mean I was a kid, so maybe I'm not remembering it clearly. But like it yeah, did your feel like sucks, bro. It did feel like it was something I got better at, you know. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, Horizon is genuinely a good game. I just feel like I complained about it the whole time, um, and well, I'm still gonna I'm still gonna play more of it. That's normal for, sure. for life with you, right? That's true. Uh, speaking of simulation based games, this is my last one. I'm gonna go through it real quick, and then Nick can hit you with the Reader's Digest version of whatever he wants, and we'll wrap up. Yeah, uh, I got a smaller game called Exo Zone that I've or no Exo One. I don't Exo One. Exo One. Yeah, I I call that one by the wrong name too, but uh, it's basically simulating you flying a UFO, and mm. it's kind of neat when you hold the left trigger. Uh, you get it. Your little ship gets moon gravity, mm-hmm. and if you hold the right trigger, it gets the gravity of like. Jupiter or something which is really heavy and so basically you're changing the gravity in order to make the ship like go really fast and then float really far Mm -hmm. like by taking it off like ramps and stuff and you'd hold the gravity button at the bottom of the ramp or like I guess at the top of the ramp to make it go down the ramp really fast and then you would let go of the gravity button once it gets to the bottom of the ramp and let the moon gravity kick in to so once it reaches the end of the ramp it starts to float okay and then once it's floating you can like hold the gravity button and it'll drop straight where it's at and then you can use the you can use the moon gravity button and it'll like kind of bottom out and then float again it's like you can kind of keep a little momentum going in the air okay yeah and uh that's basically all it is and it the game kind of uh, you should look at a trailer for it exo one but uh, it kind of gives you like this Pink Floydian vistas that you're flying through and you're going to different planets and like they're different colors and it's like real trippy. Yeah, and it seems this, more uh, like a like an experience as yeah, opposed yeah, to much yeah. of gamey stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. Except flying the ship is kind of fun. It's not super intuitive. It's actually rather difficult. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of hard to wrap your brain around. It's easy to get stuck. Uh, and there's like a lot of like it drops into this open level kind of and like you just kind of go toward points on the horizon and sometimes those points on the horizon that you're flying to are nothing so (laughs) that's been my issue with it really like I want to see it but then like I have seen my fill of the level that I'm on and if I don't know where to go it's like okay I'm just gonna shut this off because I'm not gonna fly around for another 30 minutes like looking for the the area in this giant planet here yeah so, but it's cool. It has like a, some kind of story narrative thing. It's trying to pitch like a uh, lost ship to Jupiter, and there's some cool sound effects, and it plays with like flashing uh, FMV sequences over your oh. image while you're flying to try and kind of communicate some kind of otherworldly experience that's going on. So uh, it's a it's a pretty sick game. It's on Games Pass. Um, yeah, I think it's worth checking out for sure. For anyone that's curious about that sort of thing. 
Uh, I really liked the soundtrack of the trailer and pretty much the whole like aesthetic and vibe of, of what it was trying to do. So that's why I uh, picked it up. But uh, it definitely nails that. It's definitely a game that uh, would play like on the on the screen at a Pink Floyd concert. So that's what I was like, oh yeah. It did it did look like I just watched the trailer and it like really did look pretty. And yeah, yeah. Trippy. Yeah. Yeah, so that's about all I have. I, without uh, giving away too much. It's XO1. Check it out on Games Pass. Yeah. <laughs> I think it just recently came to Game Pass. Yeah, it just too. came out this week. This yeah. week. Well, last week, I guess. We're in a new week now. Yeah. So. Um I just, I guess like one thing uh I just want to mention cuz I think I talked about it a little bit or a decent bit early in with Punish and maybe 2v1 but like I played a lot of Gloomhaven the board game. Yeah, I'm curious and, about this. And there's there's now a digital version of Gloomhaven like a full-on video game. Uh it's been in early access for a while, I think, maybe like 2 years and it, or if not more. And uh, the full 1.0 quote version is out now on PC, on Steam. And um, it's good. <laughs> it's it's Compared good. Compared to the tabletop game simulated version, I think it's better. So the thing with Gloomhaven as a game is that it is much more... Even the tabletop version is much more video gamey than you would think. It's it's like it's like, like a mechanically. Yeah, it's like a video game role playing game that was translated to the tabletop. So like it's a good it's a dungeon crawler essentially. Um with all of your actions are based on a hand of cards and you can only do the top and, and each card has a top action and a bottom action. And every turn, you can do one top action and one bottom action. And it's this whole thing of managing your hand of cards, basically. And it's really good. Like, that is a that is a good system that it makes all of your decisions interesting. Uh, it also makes them very fucking hard. Uh, I think Gloomhaven is very difficult. Um, it's meant to be co-op. You can play it up to four people. And I played a lot of the tabletop version through tabletop simulator <laughs> i've played the real game in person once um and so now that they have a video game version it cuts out all of the like annoying stuff you have to do by hand in person because there is a lot of management to that game and it just automates it because it has ai and it's cool and i think I think if you've heard of Gloomhaven and have been interested in it and could not play the tabletop version because it's a whole thing to do that, the digital one is definitely good. It's definitely a good recreation of that experience while also cutting off a bunch of the annoyance part of it. Um, I don't think it's a 1.0 release. <laughs> I think they kind of stretched that a little bit because it does have some issues uh, where, like, things just don't activate properly. That's only happened, like, once. So, and we've only played it. I've only played it, I think, three times now with my group that I played the board game with. Um, 
But I just wanted to shout it out because, like, that Gloomhaven as a tabletop thing was kind of like a, uh, I don't know what I want to call it. A, it, it was a big deal for board games. Um, it's, it's one, I, it's one of, if not the most successful Kickstarter ever for board games. Yeah. I have, um, I kicked, I backed the, you the backed sequel to the sequel. Frosthaven. Yeah. yeah. So like, and, Which and was Frosthaven, like two years ago and still not out. So yeah, Frosthaven was a runaway success as well, but like Gloomhaven was a really big deal for like board games. Um, and be and deservedly so it's a really interesting well well designed so you, thing you did the you started on the game did you have to do a new character and everything with your yes so my my yeah i the group wanted to play the digital version and you have to start over from the beginning and we've played a lot of the board game and we got very deep into the board game so personally i was not super thrilled about replaying because we're now we're doing stuff i have seen before and that's um, your that's your big thing, and, you don't and it really it. and it really is not interesting to me to do that usually. Yeah. Now Gloomhaven has a bunch of different characters and classes. Do you, watch, you, do you ever watch movies over? Yeah. And over just or just once? Are you one and done kind of? No, guy? it depends. I just watched Dune for a second time. Oh, there you go. Um, and I've rewatched shows and stuff. Like I, I think with film, film is a totally unrelated. It's not as big a commitment. Thing. Yeah, that's a totally separate thing. Um. But TV like, shows can be the same. Books can be the same. You're you're changing the conversation. In terms of time commitment, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's that's not really necessarily the problem. I I want to be like I want to see new things in a video game has you engaged in it and when you are replaying a thing that it's all right you don't have to explain it we don't well well you 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 are challenging me on it for I'm giving you a hard time but it's yeah. it's on love it's on anyway love. it's anyway. It I I I played through a lot of Gloomhaven already, and yes, you have to start from the beginning because obviously, how would they do that? It's like a brand new video game; it has no idea of what your experience with the board game is. Um, but anyway, I think it's neat. It's a good it's a good version of the game for sure. Um, I think the the actual tabletop version is like over a hundred dollars too. So like, if you are interested in Gloomhaven, just play the digital version. I yeah. also I also wouldn't be surprised if that runs on pretty like low hardware because it's not a really complicated visually game. It's, yeah, they didn't animate a ton and stuff. It, it, the animation's actually a little disappointing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like like there's an ability in Gloomhaven to jump and like jump over traps and stuff when you move. The jump in the in the video game version is literally your character just moving really fast in a horizontal direction. <laughs> awesome that's how i jump yeah it's really awesome um so yeah and i'm hoping they do frost haven because now that i've played the video game version i don't want to play the board game version yeah like, you ever want to skip again. it all together yep yep no um, fomo yeah uh i guess that's kind of it i um what else did I, you play I I just list I, them off. I finished Delta Rune Chapter Two. I don't Del- care about that. Delta Rune was great. Highly recommend that. You can play one and two for free on everything. I think more coming soon, right? Uh, apparently, now that two is out, Toby Fox said that the next one should be coming faster because I think he hired people to help him work on it. 
But between one and two, it was like three years or more. So I don't fucking know. It was really good, though. I loved it. I There was another uh, Game Pass game I checked out a little bit called Art of Rally. That was oh, uh, I know what that is. That's a that's a neat little like just chill thing. Um not not necessarily a very good racing game. It also controls weirdly. Uh, I think like, it'd be fun in a group. It's like a top down old school looks like old school racing yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, it's like an old school racing video game where it's like top down and like it's really floaty and I, it was fine. It it's it's fine. I didn't really want to put a ton of time into it. Um, but I was just curious because of it's like really flat aesthetic and it being rally racing. It's also very explicitly like a history of rally, which I appreciate. Like it, it's like, it's like what if rally racing um, didn't get safe or something because the, the start of rally racing was like really fucking crazy um, and dangerous. Uh, another game pass game I checked out on Josh's recommendation was Supraland. That's a that's a neat thing. That's a fun, goofy, like first person puzzle adventure game where you play like a little action figure in a sandbox. So like the idea is that th- there's this whole world in this like kids sandbox and you get like abilities. It's kind of like a Metroidy game where you get like double jumps and triple jumps and like you're unlocking stuff and abilities to like just continuously explore the world. It's cute, um, and some of the puzzles were pretty good, and it was just like I like that idea of it being a kid's sandbox, and like his toys are everywhere, and it's just like like picture Honey I Shrunk the Kids, I guess. Um, it's it's sort of that. So that's Super Land. I only played a little bit of it. I don't need to finish it. I kind of the Art of idea. Rally reminds me of that uh, game on Sega called Combat Cars that I used to play as a kid. Yeah, it it reminded me of um, an old NES game that Rare made, RC something. I, I can't I can't remember, but it's definitely more old school video game racer. Um, I started Psychonauts two. I'll talk about that next episode. And yeah, get more into it. And I played Back for Blood, and it just it just uh, you're not feeling it. It just. It just galvanized my opinion of that thing. <laughs> so, yes, I'm not feeling it. I played a couple hours of that with a friend from work. And maybe it was because he was terrible. And I was constantly saving him and just was laughing at that all the time. Mm-hmm. That it, I enjoyed it a lot. But I really liked the first couple hours that I played. And then I tried to play with Josh the other day. And we got two random guys that kept running off and kind of ruining our game a little bit. And it was like kind of frustrating. And yeah, the, I played it with Josh and Justin. Um, and we had a fourth random person who was completely useless. Yeah. So I mean, it's not like the bots do anything. So I don't, I don't know what, if I need them to do, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. I just, no, I, I think that game is absolutely supposed to be played in a group with a group of four yeah (laughs) Yeah. you are not supposed to match make with that game um so but that that's all i got i had i had a whole list of things so next episode we got through all of it 
Yeah, pretty much. I mean, just even quick little notes about stuff. Yeah. What do you got on the future playlist? Uh, well, Psychonauts too, like I mentioned. Um, Halo. I'll play through since I have Game Pass now for the next couple months. I'll definitely play Halo's campaign. Um, because might as well. Might I don't as think... well. You should give more respect to the house that Xbox built. To I the used house to, I, that built Xbox. I cared about Halo's campaign when I was a teenager. I, I I played all of them still, but I don't give a shit about the story of Halo. <laughs> so, uh, having just recently replayed all of them, I yeah. can offer a fresh opinion on the story of Halo. Uh. I'm excited to see what's going on. I feel like the fifth one was pretty disappointing in terms of narrative. It was bad. It's not it disappointing. Felt, it was bad. It felt like they had a bunch of story going on, and then they didn't show you any of it, and they dropped you in when the story had already started, and you play for like a little bit in that story, and then just when you start about to like see what's going on, it ends. And so, like, the interesting things don't happen yet. Yeah. And it's kind of weird. I I was curious. I didn't look it up or anything. I was curious that there was, like, they were using all the extended lore books and stuff like that in terms of, like, what was going on. And if you knew um, about all of the Team Osiris and Oni, I actually, O-N-I I actually backstory say- with... I, I do know a little bit about it because I read three of the books way back when. But the the book series of Halo is ridiculous. There are so many of them. Yeah, there's like point. twenty some now. I read yeah. three of them as a kid too. The yeah, same we, three that you the same probably three read. That I read. And they go for the they're through the first book. They have nothing to do with the forerunners and all that like Promethean stuff that I'm that right. the game was dealing with. I'm assuming later books probably do talk about that stuff, but at the same time, I have no fucking idea. The, uh, B- Brian David Gilbert, before he left Polygon, did a really good unraveled yeah, video want, about it. it. Yeah. yeah, so like uh, that that was good. Um, but yeah, I just think Halo Five. It felt to me like they were calling from all that stuff. And... I didn't think I didn't think Halo Four story was good either, though. So like once three four three took over, like I just really wasn't interested so um i don't know i'm just gonna play it out of morbid curiosity than anything i don't know if i don't know if it's has anything to do with the books at all i didn't think four was bad i don't know where you go after three three was like the end of a a saga four right i don't know i thought four was okay i didn't think it was bad i just didn't like care about it i guess even at the time yeah but I was How is playing. that a critique of the material, though? It it is. Everything is subjective. I didn't when we care talk about, about it. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't care about it. Like it was like it was like why did it come back? The Promethean stuff wasn't interesting. I didn't care about that either. It was like it was like I didn't. I don't know that they could have done anything to make it interesting. I was still just there for the multiplayer, which was good. Halo Four's multiplayer is really good. So that cool. was at least good. <laughs> cool. But but then you know five just went even worse and I was like this is this is trash like this story is trash. Wow, <laughs> and, that's 
it, it is. It was bad. It was really bad. And so, like, now I'm really excited, now that I'm talking about it, to see, can they redeem it? Will it even matter? Where do they go mm. from here now <laughs> is more of a question yeah. than it was before. Yeah, I don't know. Are you interested? Is it interesting? I, I said morbid curiosity. So, like, okay. I have very i have no expectations i'm i'm expecting it to be nothing bad no nothing i'm expecting it to be nothing to me and then it so it if can it wasn't free up. would you have even played it no i would not oh no. that's crazy if, if i didn't if i didn't have game pass i would not buy that game i would play the multiplayer for free cool. for sure yeah yeah so we'll see soon soon we will know by the next episode, we will know. You don't think we'll record before December 8th? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I probably won't play anything anyways, so... Y- yeah, me neither. In between there. But I don't have anything else. Uh, check out my wife's blog, Popcorn Reviews. And... Uh, yeah. Hof- um, hopefully, I, hopefully I get some more gaming in. I don't really have uh, anything on the horizon that I'm trying to touch. Yeah, I can't really think of anything as usual, so it'll just be a surprise next episode. But yeah, that'll do it. Uh, you can get at us on social media at with punish game. Uh, email us at with punish game at gmail dot com. <laughs> I, I forget it because like we don't really use it that much. <laughs> um, always, there's a link in the episode description for merch if you want to get a shirt or something. Uh, just check it out there. And, um, yeah, it's going to do it. Until next time. Keep playing games.